gorgeous fella. And we're back. Welcome to, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Worst Ones podcast. Uh, my name is Rudy Wilson. I am a preacher's kid, uh, leading the charge of shaming our parents with our sinful ways. Uh, <laughs> I got the home here. Uh, I got Janessa rolling. Janessa was popping. What's up? <laughs> We got uh, the one who's uh, always on time, Kelly Lee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the shade. The shade. <laughs> and then the one who learned about CP time from Kelly Lee. We got Terry uh, Wayne in the building. <laughs> I got to give Gio the credit on that one. Gio is the one that taught me about CP time. Right, 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 right. Kelly reinforced it. <laughs> Kelly reinforced it. Um. Before we move on, how, how are you guys doing? Everybody's all right, alive and well. Nobody's. Yeah. I'm good. I'm back. I'm oh yeah, you had your uh, procedure. How did that I go? I did. I did. It took a minute. So I um disobedient. Uh, so started eating and talking way before I was supposed to. Gotcha. Um, I was at my parents' house and had some friends and people to talk to. So I was just all in it day two. Gotcha. Um, so had a little setback. <laughs> 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 no, that's a sermon. Setback right. for a comeback. <laughs> a little setback. Um, but I'm here, so I'm happy gotcha. to be back. Thanks gotcha. for asking. Gotcha. Happy to have you back. Happy to have you back. We had we had some juicy uh conversation last week talking oh, about um, gossip in the church and all that type of stuff. But, you know, oh. um, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll swing back around to it. It's enough gossip going on in the church. We can we can bring it back up. <laughs> <laughs> we do a whole series on that. What are you talking about? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, well, without further ado, we actually um, have, I guess, our first guest of 2021 uh, on the podcast today. First time podcaster. We are her first podcast she's ever been on. Um, glad she can join the bunch. Also, a preacher's kid. We have Miss Marcy Young. Hello, hello. Happy to, happy to pop your cherry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, Marcy, Marcy, welcome, man. We uh we appreciate you. Uh for one, even just your uh genuine support of the podcast, because you're not just somebody who we just found. I mean, you I guess more or less found us. Yeah. Um, and even just we just kind of just had a mutual reaching out and then um and you may even reach out first. And you know, and and okay, gotcha. And then and we found out, you know, you're a PK as well. And so we just knew I enjoyed you guys. The energy was awesome. Your perspective was on point. I was just like over here smiling the whole time and laughing, like, okay, I can relate to a lot of this. Right, right. I had to comment. I had to. Gotcha. I appreciate you guys, you know, extending the invitation to me. You know, it's 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 a great experience. I'm a little bit of nervous, but you know, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited. Be nervous. Gotcha, gotcha, if you've gotcha. seen our first couple of podcasts, you can see um, our, all of us weren't as comfortable in the beginning. So it's, right. a, it's a journey. So we understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 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 Marcia, well, go, I guess just go ahead and um, you can, I guess, low key introduce yourself to us as well as our viewers. Just let us know, you know, where you're from, where you're at now, what you do, just, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I'm actually in Los Angeles, California, and uh, I'm a mom, a student, and I am a soon-to-be divorcee, starting fresh and new, you know, so um, as far as being a preacher's kid, my father 
you know, my father was the minister for the majority of my childhood. Um, and then my mom during my adult age became one. So got both of them. Like, hey. <laughs> gotcha. Hey, were yeah. they were they were they doing this? Were they doing this together? Like did they they were together ministering at two separate two separate times. Gotcha. My mom and when my mom and my dad was married, um, that's when he they were he was a minister. Um, they got divorced. Then later in life, she uh, accepted her calling. So, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay. And where, where are you originally from? Are you originally from LA? Yes, I am. From LA. Born and raised out here. And how 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 is the church culture out there? Because and the reason why I ask is. Myself, Kelly, and, and Janessa, we grew up in the Atlanta area, and church church culture there is very big. Even if you sell drugs, go to the club, whatever, like you show up to church on Sunday. Right, um, right. I'm, just, I'm just curious, but how, how was it? Like? Sound about sound about the same out here. Have you been enticed, have you been enticed by Scientology? We were out there. No. Yeah. No. no. I've been there three times, and every time I'm there, I always run into a Scientologist. I've, I've been to the, to the building only to do, uh, I was a model back in the day, so we had a show there. So that's the only time I, I've really been there. Mm. Is so Scientology like big in LA or something? It oh, yeah. is. Oh. <laughs> where it's, it's where the hub is. Like if you walk down Hollywood Boulevard, like you're probably going to get a pamphlet. Mm -hmm. Oh, gotcha. It's like the Jehovah Witness of the West. Yeah, but they're yeah. more aggressive. Like, like yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're a little bit more, uh, you know, discreet, I guess. A little more discreet. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a cult. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> so so we, 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 when you say, like, we're, we're both of your parents, um, and, and guys don't, you know, I can just go. So y'all jump in with your questions whenever. Uh, but when you say your parents were ministers, um, did, were they ever were they ever like pastors, like a minister of their own thing, or, or you were no, like, just ministers. Okay. They never were pastors. Um, my brother is actually he's a pastor of my family church out there in, in Watts. So my grandfather started the church, and when my brother became a, a minister, he eventually took over it. So oh, gotcha. So you yeah. go. You had a question. Go ahead, Phil. No, I would say so. It's your family church. So your parents were ministers at your grandfather's church. No, my mom and dad were never ministers at at that church. Well, I'm, okay, take that back. My mom was. My brother is the one who ordained her. Yes, my mom was. Hmm, okay, take that back. <laughs> so my father, he was never a member. No. Okay. Okay. But what did you grow up in your grandfather's church? What church did you grow up in? I grew up in two churches. So okay. my mom um, took me to my my family's church. And my dad took me to a different church where I, I grew up primarily. Okay. Um, and that church was Holy Light in the city of Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. And my family church is uh, First St. John. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Are, are these, are these, are the, the two churches that you, I guess, kind of grew up in, these two different denominations, like were the teachings different? No. Similar. Similar. Quite similar. Yeah. Baptist. But what about like I guess was one more conservative like one like did anybody have did any church have any rules as far as as far as like women not wearing skirts not in the pulpit not allowed to preach no, both like churches accepted women ministers and 
people wear pants. It's come as you are. Well, you're lucky. And just out of curiosity, both of these were black churches, like predominantly black churches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. But that's that's interesting. I saw I'm not that's, that's making me think. My, I wonder, my I family church is actually where I met my ex husband. He's a minister as well. Mm. So you were, oh you were, you a pastor preacher everything. No, no, preacher, no, mm. You was a preacher wife, preacher granddaughter, preacher daughter, sister, 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 sister right. all in there. Go ahead, go ahead, Terry. I'm sorry. How many of the pastors do you know that have jets? Oh, we going to with this? Hey, okay. <laughs> um, none. Uh, none. Don't really know the mega priest. The right direction. <laughs> <laughs> and so about what? the sizes of those churches, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The sizes of the church, like how about how many members? Uh, my family, my family's church is about. Hmm, it's a small church, so about 500 members. Okay. Um, too small. I know a lot of churches that are like thirty people. Right. Right. Area of a middle school on Sunday morning. Right. Right. Yeah. The other one was a was a really small church, so probably less than a hundred. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's never really the mega churches. Were you active? Like in your youth, teenage years at church, or yeah, I was in the choir. I sounded like choir. Right? Can you sing? Yeah, I can sing. Do I like to sing? No. (laughs) I was in the choir too, but I. You You know what? Honestly, honestly, um, when I would sing, people would tell me I was always hard on myself. I never really. Thought I could sing. People are telling me you you can sing. I'm like, oh, I can hold a note here or there. That's how I think. That's how I put. Mm-hmm. Right. And everybody's like, no, you can sing. I'm like, no, no. So I I think over time with me denying it so much, I can't sing. <laughs> Even when I try it, still it come out. I get it right sometimes. But right. Your self hatred got in the way. Like that self loathing got in the way. Yeah, so God was like, "Okay, you keep saying you, you, you can't do it. So let me just go ahead and take it from you." Then, okay, here it is. So. And I asked because I feel like choir is the one thing that I felt like we were all well. I know for me, like, I was expected to do like okay, that was like you got to be in the choir. Um, could I can't sing a lick? Um, I used to lip sync. Um, oh, I, was, I used to like songs I didn't know. I just be in there calling out cereal under my breath, all kind of stuff. you know, just saying, <laughs> right? None come in my head. Yes, because choir was a thing that you had to do, everybody had to be in the choir, so I was there, couldn't sing and live. <laughs> Finally, I got old enough to say, I don't want to do this no more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it. <laughs> I got tired of the choir rehearsal. Right. <laughs> it would never end. It would never end. Right. right. True. Yeah. So let, let's, all right, let's do this part one more time. Let's do this part right. one more time. <laughs> we're going to have problems again on Thursday. Yeah, you, you in the children's choir. I'm like, I have school in the morning. I want to go. Right. Can we stop? Right. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. what 
what is your what would you say your role in the church is now if anything like are you in the choir still do you go to church do you even fuck well, actually um, that's the real question <laughs> no i actually stepped away from the church and it wasn't yeah. i'm not gonna say i stepped away from god i stepped away from those people mm -hmm. so that fellowship was no longer benefiting me so I had to remove myself from that environment. And actually, it was the best thing for me because I was able to just be me and the Lord, you know, mm -hmm. so forget all these other distractions that's going on. People, when they, they talk, their negativity and everything else, I'll, me and the Lord. And I think I reached uh, levels I wouldn't have reached if I stayed there and all that, that they were dealing. So, did that answer the question? <laughs> yeah, Rudy. I didn't know if you wanted to go into the question or not. But well, well, I, I actually had a I actually had a question before we even, I guess, get deeper on that. What What was your? Um, I guess if you can, is there is there a compare and contrast from being just say the the preacher slash pastor's uh, sister or wife or, 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 you know, uh, child, like we're, we're, being, being that you were, I guess that to whatever, whichever preacher, whichever we fell in, uh, in line with, was there ever any, um, anything, I guess that came with that position, whether it was expectations, whether it was responsibilities, whether it was a, 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 a microscope on you because people are talking about you more because of the spotlight, like did, did anything like that happen from, whether, like I said, whether it's from your husband, from grandfather, parents, sibling. Uh, yeah, everybody always expected us to act like we was holier than thou, little perfect angels, and do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, so all throughout my life, someone had their their microscope on me, but I'm just myself. So I I can't please everybody. I don't want to, you know. So either you take me or you don't. And that's how I just been throughout my life, whether I was a minister's daughter, a minister's wife, minister's sister, whatever, you know. So yeah. I'm just me. Did that did that did that ever cause friction in the relationship with just say like being that you were such yourself, whoever the minister was, whether it was brother, whoever, did that ever cause friction in just say their reputation because of how you were or anything? No. My choices are a reflection of myself. Mm -hmm. If anybody else feel like they have to take ownership of that, then that's their problem. You know, we have enough to deal with in our own individual lives. So why would you want to grab on to me? So whatever I do, I feel like you, if, I, if I've if i done something wrong, then you, you it's, it's for me to be addressed, you know, for you to address me with it. But, I'm, but, but, did, but did others have that same perception? Like, did they approach it that way or was that just your mindset? That was my mindset. And for the most part, no one was ever one to really challenged me on anything that I felt like I wanted to do. They were scared. <laughs> she said, you can say scared, but I'm just really stand. I'm, I'm for myself. I am. Like, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't want to go any further right there. <laughs> you said your ex-husband uh, is a pastor, right? He's a minister. Um, right. Mm. So my question is, is basically a two-parter. It's, uh, you know, describe a little bit what it's like to be a pastor's wife, you know, straight from the horse's mouth. And not only that, but to he be a pastor's, pastor's wife, just a minister. He wasn't the pastor. Well, yeah, but still, you're still in the light, you know. Mm -hmm. And 
but not only that, but then you get divorced, you know, because I, I came from a similar situation. So, you know, I, I'm just curious as to what your experience was juxtaposed to mine. Well, if I had to answer that question, I would basically be telling you why I'm getting why why I got divorced. So well, if not, that's time for that. We're, 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 we're not. If you willing to share, yeah, we got time. Yeah, sure. I got snacks. I'm ready. I say, yeah, let me go. I'll be right back. I'm gonna get some salsa, but we here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we free around here. Okay. Huh? Which is we, nice. we didn't hear you, Terry. We live free around. Oh, here. right, right, right. Feel free to be free. Well, when I got married, y'all, uh, I believe I messed up by putting too much focus on the title and ignoring all the red flags that were going on around me. Right. All because I was. <clears throat> How would you say stubborn? Yeah. You know, being hard headed, thinking totally I knew what was best. So I married someone for the wrong reasons, being that he was a minister, and that's why I married him. So I thought. Right. And from the jump, I don't even want to go too far, far into it. I'll just say, That's gonna make me have to go. Wow. Um, and I don't want to cry either because I'm not oh. I'm not sad about it. I'm quite happy about it. But he really wasn't one to pour into me as I expected. Right. Being that he was a minister, he would more seek the attention of others, you know, mm -hmm. more time into others versus me. So I don't really have a churchy perspective of being married to a minister. I have a worldly perspective. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds like, sounds like you both kind of went down the same path and in that he took his position just as seriously as you took yours. And then you just kind of, you know, you know. No. Mm -mm. No. He his position was in my age. He's he's older. He's an older gentleman. So we had twenty three years age difference. Oh, wow. Yeah, cool. I've always been into older men all my life, and really wasn't really looking at the fact that he was older. I was more on the fact, okay, this man is in church. Mm -hmm. I say, okay, I'm 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 over all the games that I was doing before. I want something different. So I thought I had something different. Mm. Turned out I had the same thing I had, just had a collar around this. Mm. Now that's real. You're not alone there. I, I tend to date younger as well. So you're you're not alone there. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of that going around. Yeah. Terry, you the old piece of shit. No, he he figured, <laughs> he figured because I was younger that I was submissive to be manipulated, put yeah. like that. And that yeah. I was going to accept anything and everything, and I wasn't going to have a voice. Like, like I said, I'm I'm nervous right now, so I'm it's not. Okay. Yes, okay. Um, 
And honestly, I'm more of an introvert. Like this, this here is totally, totally out of my comfort zone. Like a lot. All this talking I have to do is like mm-hmm. <laughs> I talk to myself a lot because I like to be by myself. Right, right. Hey, I'm not. I'm not trying to pressure you. You don't have to. But say. no, no, no. I, I, I need to. I need to get out of my out of my comfort zone. I need to speak out. And I need to. I do. So this is a like I said. Thank you guys for this because right. it's kind of like breaking me, breaking me open in Good. ways that I actually need to nothing, be. Explored. Nothing great ever happens in your comfort zone. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing bad. Nothing bad happens, but nothing great ever happens either. That's true. That's very true. Hey, Marcy, can I ask you a question in reference to um, when you were saying you got the the, the same thing. Um, but just from a from a, a person, just say with a title who had a collar on, did the I guess where where were you where were you at in life as far as church wise prior to, um, I guess believing in this man. I guess like and not not just where you were in life in general, but like where where were you as far as in just believing in God, fooling with the church, the distraction, everything you talked about. Like were you already involved and then? found a man like while you were there or did you go back to church as well and and then also found somebody while you were there no i was i was i was always in church i was always in church okay. um and actually we met fellowshipping uh with his church that came mm-hmm. over for a service that's how we you know met and our churches would fellowship often and mm-hmm. you know one thing led to another. He became the godfather of my my oldest son, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, you know, talks and carrying on led to one thing: being married, thinking, mm-hmm. thinking, thinking you doing the right thing, thinking you, you know, you had the old preacher's wife thing. Right. Hey, let's go. I got it. You know, yeah. this is what Mama wanted. Right. Exactly what it was. It was what my mama wanted. Right. It, it wasn't. It wasn't me. It was a lot of faking. A lot of faking. What was was it? Was it his position? Um, as far like was it the was it the ministry thing that was more, for lack of a better term, convincing as far as the church side, or was it just the fact that he was a Christian in general? Like, did, was it the Christian in general, or was it the, also the added minister that that I guess gave you that much faith in? I'll add to Rudy's. Uh, I'll add to Rudy's. Uh, my uncle used to be in a band. And then when I got in a band uh, in my early 20s, he, he sat me down. And he told me there's such a thing called the power of the mic. Right. And it's not necessarily just being, you know, a singer or a band member or whatever, or a comedian or a preacher. It's that sense of authority. Everybody's listening to you. So it mm-hmm. makes you seem powerful, you know. Uh, and, and that can be uh, very attractive to women. You know, I, I faced it as a comedian. I faced it as a musician. Not you know, I'm not a preacher. But it, do you think any of that came into play just because it made him more attractive? Because he's on the mic, everybody's listening to what he has. To say. No. 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 Okay. Fair enough. No. But it, it was just you know conversations, getting to know him, things like that. Just, him being a minister was just extra. I guess. I guess. So I guess. So mine. I guess mine still. My question still remains the same in the sense of. So what? What gave you that? I guess extra 
confidence in him? Because I know you were saying that you were looking for something different, but you ended up finding the same thing. It just just was a, a you know a, a nigga with a collar on, basically, if you will. So mm -hmm. I'm saying, what 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 was that initial trust? I guess in him, what was it? His you know his relationship with God, like was he like using? Did, did he talk in a, in a charismatic way as far as about scripture that no, made it was just, it, actually it had nothing to even do with church it, okay. it was just how he was with my son how how we yeah. interacted how we connected and that was it gotcha. and like I said, just him being the preacher was just an extra title gotcha you know but i i put too much too much faith in that title you know being that okay maybe because i was used to games from mm -hmm. little young people's right so i'm thinking mm -hmm. okay older people right over yeah, the games, right 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 you know and and especially being in the in, in the ministry like okay this is a serious calling over your life like yeah. why play with it so you so you 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 were i'm sorry to cut you you relied more on that after the fact like so you you got to know him but then you just felt like because of those things that should also add to why you should take trust in them so you mentioned something earlier you said um one of the reasons why you guys didn't work out is because he was putting more or investing more into other people than he was into you mm -hmm. um yeah. was that like in a um like as far as minister as far as ministry like him um like we've talked about on the podcast um, you know, filling, I don't know the word I want to use, but filling some type of way, um, you know, when our fathers had to, um, I don't know, when they're out kind of serving the community, when they're serving the, what you said, Terry? I said when people would show up at my house at right. midnight. When people would show up at the house and, you know, we're having family time or we're, I'm asleep and you knocking on the door or, you know, my father's out doing, you know, weddings or funerals or at sports games or at the jail or here, there, whatever. You know, he spent so much time in ministry. So when you mentioned um, that your ex-husband was spending time elsewhere or his um, um, and putting his energy elsewhere, was it ministry related or was it? Something else? No, it wasn't praying. Okay. okay. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't that you know, because one of the things now, like for me, that I would be hesitant to date a minister or a pastor, um, is because I know that time that it takes away from family doing all of those duties, um, in supporting, you know, the people in the congregation. And so I just wonder, you know, as a minister's wife, if you had that experience, he's always at the church, you know, no, I was always at the most time. If, if, if there was a service, I was there with him. If I couldn't yeah. be at a service and I just couldn't be there and he would be there is no problem. Okay. Now that was never really an issue, but as far as like, um, going out to visiting people or people coming to the house, that that wasn't an issue either because he was supposedly a, a private person to himself and he didn't really like people uh, coming over like that. So I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, you're the lucky one. <laughs> people be knocking on my door at 12 o'clock, one in the morning, you know. Oh, pastor, I need your help. I'm in crisis. Oh, hey, I don't, I don't mind that. If that's oh, yeah. People call me all the time saying various things that they need. Okay, if that's my position, then I'm there to serve it. Yeah. 
So Mark, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, there. You just need somebody to listen. That's it. Yeah, just an ear. So, Marcy, have, have you have you have you lost faith in just say dating a church guy or a minister or whatever? Like, would you would you ever do it again, or do you do you have a perception from your past experience? No, I, I would definitely do it again. No, mm -mm. I, so, I I wouldn't. I've done enough uh, placing blame on others because of other people's you know faults, and I've done that. I've done. It's, I'm over that. So right. I, I want to give everybody their opportunity to prove me right or wrong. Right. Don't worry about it, Marcy. Rudy's just trying to get a date. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How do we get to that? <laughs> 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 Anyways, so so um so then going going back to uh, what Janessa kind of touched on. So so as far as you separating yourself from the the physical building church getting away from the distractions um so i guess what's what is what is what is your overall perception not of god directly i guess but of just say your church upbringing or whatever because we've had this discussion kind of i guess for lack of a better term dispelling myths we may have been taught or or just things that we learned as a child but we now question yeah i guess as an adult um so do, being that you grew up in church all of your life, and this doesn't have to necessarily deal with any of your preacher relationships, whether it was father, whoever, um, just you as a whole, has there has there been any, I guess, sh shift in your mindset about just church as a whole, not any individual relationship, but just the whole format? I feel like uh, the church are hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Church, I'm not, I'm not gonna say everybody, but a lot of the church folks should not be so quick to judge. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, they like to act like they don't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah. Only see everybody else's faults. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm they're they're too judgmental for me. So I, I would rather deal with the Lord and allow him to lead me to whom whomever I'm supposed to connect with. Mm -hmm. Just being exposed to all this foolishness and carrying on. Because I, I'm not gonna even lie. A lot of my life I had a problem with my attitude. I did. Mm -hmm. I really did. And I've come a very, very long way, very, long, very, long, long way okay, mm -hmm. with it because it, it wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. And I would snap on a lot of people for various things growing up. And actually being a preacher's wife kind of calmed me down. Got you. And my mom, my mom, she really played a, a big part in that as well. Like my grandma used to talk to me about it like, baby. I was like, yeah, granny. She said, baby, they, they going to, sometimes they going to, they going to try you. Right. I said, I know, granny, I know. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't see it for myself. I had experienced it already. She said, baby, but as long as you continue to trust the Lord, you're going to be all right. You're going to go through it. You're going to be all right. I said, all right, granny, I appreciate that. She just be giving me a little bit. She would, she would give me little bitty mm -hmm. little, little trinkets here mm -hmm. and there. Mm-hmm. 
So I think the overarching message here of what you're trying to say is you've developed more of a, just a spiritual relationship with God not necessarily, you know, driven away from the religious side of it, but just mm-hmm. not taking it as seriously. Right. And put more emphasis on just a personal relationship. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I, I watched my father, who's been a pastor my whole life. Uh, I've watched him evolve from a Pentecostal pastor, like Rudy said, where, you know, when I was a kid, my mom couldn't wear pants or makeup or any of that. Right. Uh, but I've watched him evolve into, no, it's not about that. It's about a personal relationship. It's not about the rules. It's not about the laws or the judgment or any of that. Just evolve more into, no, it's about a connection, you know. That's right. That's true. Yeah. It's it's a personal journey. It's a personal, it's a personal journey, you know. So I I can't get to heaven for you and you can't get there for me. So why 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 should I be so quick to judge you and and your actions and that's fine. Huh? I said I'm pretty sure I ain't getting there, but it's fine. Well, wherever we supposed to go, that's what's gonna happen for us. It's personal, you know. I feel like people shouldn't be so quick to judge folks right. for going through their circumstances. Like, why? Because you're not perfect. Well, why would you judge other people when they're so good at judging themselves? Mm. You know, I think we all judge ourselves more harshly than other people do. You know, I think that's just a, an inherent human trait where we're our own worst enemy. We're our own worst critic always. So why would you bother judging? Like, why would somebody judge me when I'm so good at it? You know, I'm, right? judging, I think, I'm judging myself right now. Like I'm like I'm really sure just not even talking like I want to on this podcast. Like <laughs> it's just it's okay. No, you you dropping some good gems, good words, good thing definitely. to think about and process. No, I can definitely feel her holding back. Like I know there's a lot she's holding back, and that's fine. I get it. It's weird. Uh, I'm but, just, yeah, I'm trying, y'all. But you, no, you're doing good. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Yeah, like. When I, I, I do this podcast every week for free just because it's therapeutic. It's therapeutic to have these conversations. It's, it's cathartic to have these shared experiences. You know, that's the whole reason why I do it. And even, even just to go back to what you guys were saying about um, the whole judgment piece, I, I feel like, cause we've talked about this, but even just not just the judging thing, just, because the, the gossip kind of deals with the judgment, just being in other people's business, regardless. Like that's that to your point about judging ourselves, Terry. That's a, I think a human, just say defense mechanism. Because it's I already I can already look in the mirror at myself and see everything wrong, but right. but I don't want nobody else to know about. I don't I don't want my business in the street. But if I can talk about somebody else's with somebody else, you know, in then that's a that's more that's a more comfortable better. place. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm no, it makes you feel better. It's that whole right, get it right. me and get it on to somebody else. Because exactly. if we're talking about such and such, we're not talking about me. Mm-hmm. If right. we're talking about Roger and his alcoholism, we're not talking about me and that mistress I have. You know right. what I mean? Right. I know something about the mistress. I have my own. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why is it getting too much? <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was that a different podcast? My bad. No, that's no, this one too. <laughs> 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 
I'm just getting a little too excited now. Uh, <laughs> That's where we were going. Let me back it up, sir. Was that was that was no? I mean, but but that that was with with your uh, I guess the the, the older guy that you talking about. Yep. That was with him. I mean, I'm, I'm listening. Whatever. Wait, you had the mistress, or he had the mistress? I was. I mean, both. Okay. That's an L.A. Christians. That's what. They're <laughs> No, that's just ain't got nothing to do with Christianity. That's just that's just me. Was that more of a coping mechanism? Like, well, if you gonna act, you know, the way you're gonna act, I'm just gonna do whatever I wanna do, or was it something else? Well, it honestly it was a lot of being tired of writing countless letters and having the same conversation over and over and still not getting the you know the response that that you feel you should get and right yeah just, feeling just, unwanted yeah, unwanted yeah. unvalued so hey so here's so, like, so much begging somebody gonna do especially when you i've never had to beg for anything like that so Gotcha. So his actions kind of led to your. That's you all right. Okay. You look like somebody just. What happened? Like somebody came out of nowhere and just actually. Oh my god! He just found out about her mistress. No, I'm sorry. My laptop updated. And so I had to get on my phone and I tried to put my phone up in the charger and the charger slipped and the whole phone just gotcha. <laughs> I thought it was your boyfriend in the background. Thought it was you talking about having <laughs> so, okay. All right. I just want to point out the fact that me and me and Rudy were just asking questions. And then immediately, as soon as the mistress thing came up. Both. Yeah. <laughs> it was that man's fault, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, because that's my, like you can so say. No, I get it. Women stick together. It's fine. <laughs> no, I just want, but it was it was his actions that led to yours. Yes. Okay. Of course, she's gonna yeah. say that. You know. <laughs> This is no, no, no. Like I said, listen, listen, listen. You, I would have to. We, we would have. We need. We need more time. If I were to explain to you my history, okay. Um, and how <laughs> that, that's another podcast. <laughs> we here same time next week now. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, like I said, the reason I, why, why I married an older guy and was kind of happy about him being in a ministry was because I was over the life I was living, mm. in a sense. Mm. Um, and I'll break that down maybe another time. Yeah, you know? right. Right. But, and so being brought up in the church and, and having a mom who was super strict, um, you know, we, 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 don't, we don't want to... I guess I, I want to do. I wanted to do what my mom wanted for me to do. Basically, mm -hmm. it wasn't really a me thing, right? Uh, I, I did what I was taught, really. Mm -hmm. 
go to church. That's the thing is people have to wild out a little bit sometimes. Like they have to. They just every person I've ever known that is raised in a strict household uh, or or was raised a certain way. And, and you saw them growing up like I remember I'm thinking of people specifically now. And it's like I watched them grow up and they were like, it's a super strict household. Everybody knew their job. Everybody knew their thing. And as soon as they got out on their own, just boom, the whole powder keg exploded, you know, yeah. and just but thankfully for you, you know, it just went in one certain direction. It didn't go to drugs. It didn't go to alcohol. It didn't you know, it didn't ruin your life completely. You know what I mean? Because I've seen that happen so many times. I mean, dozen, literally a dozen times I've seen it to where these kids are raised in, in the strict household and never experience the other side of life at all. And then mm -hmm. there's this fascination with it, you know, about being bad or whatever. So when you get out, I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is like the whole point of the preacher's kids being the worst ones is because we're raised in this tight knit thing that we all grew up in. And then as soon as we get a taste of the real world, we just go crazy, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm I'm familiar. I'm familiar with it. I am. Yeah. My brother is actually going through his own battle. So and yeah, we were raised in the same household. So right. But we all I, have our choices. Like a disorder, you know, to where you get you get pinned down. And then as soon as you get one of your arms free, you just go bananas. You know? well, in the well, the thing about it is we also assume and probably maybe I don't know if it's a parental thing or a church thing, but like a lot of times you you it's just even not even just say drugs or whatever. It could just be falling off a bike and scraping your knee like no parent wants that for their child. Like if you can never let your child scrape their knee, you would. But the child has to know what pain feels like in order to. Yeah, you got to go through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So 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 the reason why you. You get that wilding out, like you say. It's 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 more or less of like it's not people don't necessarily have to wild out and just do something crazy, but you have to live your own life regardless. And a lot of times, especially in, in Christianity, well, you got to get a not, not 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 directly, but we're almost subconsciously taught to hide things as opposed to like receive real deliverance. You know what I'm saying? Like, so as long as I know how to act in front of church people, then I'm anointed because you don't know what I'm doing here you know what i'm saying but the moment you find out in your mind i've now lost my anointing you know what i'm saying because you now know what it is that i do you know what right. i'm saying so, and that's how everybody starts judging and pointing and what i'm not doing i'm i am doing this but i'm not doing as much as you and it, it just turns into that go ahead Terry. Yeah, okay. you feel like you're hiding you feel like you're hiding who you really are yeah you are you are hiding who you becomes a persona because like i've been smoking since i was 16. But I didn't smoke a cigarette in front of my father until I was almost 30. Like, right. just because, and my sister, to this day, she's, you know, in her 40s, her early 40s, she won't smoke a cigarette in front of my father to this day. Mm -hmm. Just because mm -hmm. that's, that's what we've been taught. We've been taught to hide who we really are. Mm -hmm. But there's something freeing in just being yourself and owning who you are. That's why I'm saying, like, you got to have a, like, you don't have to go down the bad road, but you got to have a taste of it. You have to at least walk a few steps to <laughs> see what. But that's what I'm saying. It's not a bad road, though. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not a bad road. My first drink of alcohol, my mom. That's who gave me my first 
taste of alcohol. She said, fine, you want to taste alcohol? Here, she poured me a shot of vodka. She said, here, have it. Go ahead. And I drank it right in front of her and damn near puked. <laughs> Just right. because. But she was teaching me a lesson. She was saying, you know, you think you're ready for this, but you're not. So here, you think you're a big man? Take it. And right. I didn't touch alcohol for years and years after that, just because I'm like, that's horrid. Like, that's right. vile. Like, so, I mean, like, you you have to have a measured response. You can't protect your kids from everything, but you do have to let them experience the world in drops, you know? Right. Just let them have droplets. Yeah. Mar Terry, oh, how God, old sorry. were you when your mom uh, did that, the vodka? Uh, 14. So it was a good age. She knew that I'd hate it. You know what I mean? She knew that I would think it was vile. So it was it was a strategic thing that right. she did, you know. Uh, but, it, you know, it definitely taught a lesson, you know, taught right. a lesson about respect. It taught a lesson about understanding that maybe older people know something that I don't know and that I can listen to them. Uh, right. It was a humbling. It was a humbling moment. Hmm. Marcy, I, I, I had one more question about the um, going back to 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 the the mistress situation. Was it was 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 this was this whole situation something like in in church, like a uh, like did this, this become a, a thing? I, I guess in, in the church y'all were in, or did this stay between y'all? I guess what I'm trying to ask. Uh, it started between us. Um, and I came to find out the last thing I found out was it was someone dealing with church as well. Oh, okay. so, yeah, I've, 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 I've played that role. A lot of women have played the inspector gadget. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's it about to be some church related too. For the record, I play, I play that role as a guy. I've been cheated on before. I've, <laughs> I've definitely been in somebody bushes looking crazy. <laughs> Not you, Rudy. I, I appreciate your honesty, Rudy. How long ago was this? Like Dane Cook said, man, we've all been with a bucket of yuck. Though, uh, <laughs> so Marcy, like, you know, you were talking about possibly uh, moving. Where, whenever you decide to move, wherever you decide to move, would you consider looking for a church home, or are you just good with how your set up, your relationship with God is now? Yeah, I, I, I wanna, I want a church home. I wanna get back and connect with the people, the right people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, there's always one, no matter where you go. There's always a good place. You just have to find it. Yeah, he gonna leave me there. He sure will. Yeah. He gonna leave well, me. I'm glad that you're, um, you know, you're not completely turned off of right. church or religion, because I think a lot of people are, um, especially in today's world. Um, and I just like I've been thinking about it. Like I don't even know what would have to happen, or what are steps that we can do as Christians to make the church what it needs to be like mm -hmm. you were talking about how there are people who are just super judgmental and mm -hmm. that's 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 number one and right. gossipy and all of that like but they they are the ones who you know present themselves as the most holier than thou type of people 
And I don't know if, is it like, and this might sound really mean, like, do they have to all die? And then, <laughs> you know, the new people come in with their ideals or like. Uh, Janessa, that ties into the same thing, the, the story that I told last week. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it was a couple, <laughs> the, the husband had an affair, but <clears throat> the couple got through it. They managed to get through it, but then somebody else found out in the church it spread like wildfire because of the gossip. And the next thing you know, the the wife couldn't take the pressure of everybody knowing and everybody mm -hmm. talking. And it wasn't mm -hmm. it wasn't the affair that drove that marriage apart. It was that. It was the pressure of everyone knowing, everyone talking, everyone judging. It wasn't the people that drove her away from the I mean, it wasn't God that drove her away from the church. It was the people that drove her away from the church. All right. And, and Marks, I got I got a question for you. In my case, in my case, it was the people who were faking, who were acting all two shade, two two face, and then right. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Because it makes anymore. them feel better. It makes them feel better about their problems to talk about yours. And with with the with the two faced people, Marcy, were they were they attacking? Just say, were they attacking you because of your position as as like just say being married to a preacher, or was this just messiness just in the church? No, it was just in the church. It was no no one attacked me with nothing. Mm -hmm. No, they knew better than that. They did. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. They, the church had. They did. Believe it at that. <laughs> they did. I think we've all experienced the gossip in churches. For sure. This, this was the final question I just had for you, Marcy, and then we can wrap it up unless you guys had anything else. Did um and whether it's whether it is preaching or anything else, do you do you feel like you have I guess a direct calling from God. It doesn't necessarily have to be inside the four walls or in a pulpit, but just in general. Do you do you feel like you have or do you know what it is? I should say do you feel like you know what it is? I do. Um people tend to just gravitate to me and open up about any and everything. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm 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 empath. I'm very empathic, you know. Um and, and I know, I know when I need to speak with someone, and when I just need to just embrace someone, you know. And people just, they, I guess they they recognize it, they gotcha. recognize it and they just draw to me. Gotcha. So, so the whole that's and bringing two huh? ears one mouth thing. You know? Say it again. I said so the whole two ears one mouth thing like God give you two ears and one mouth because you're supposed to listen twice as much as you talk. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I we definitely need to bring you back because you you I mean you you left us with some yeah. cliffhangers that, that I, I want to ask more about. But I, I you said it was another podcast. I'm, 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 I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to get a little better with this, y'all. Yeah. But here. No, I mean, honestly, don't you feel a little better just talking with people to know what you're saying? Yes and no, because it's coming out all kind of ways. All right, all right. It makes sense to me. If I don't know, it may not make sense to no one else. So I don't. But uh, but it, but you're fine. You're also just meeting us. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you know we're we're, we're all already kind of comfortable with each other as well. So it's easy for us to kind of speak. So I mean, no, you you're, you're perfectly fine. And perfectly. I think the thing like just like you went through this, I think a lot of other people go through this, but they don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, literally, what you are saying, like things that if you know 
we all knew what was going on, it would be like, oh my God. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Like, but that's real. Right. And how many other people are in that same boat? So, right. you know, even if you don't feel like it helped somebody, um, you know, it might. It literally just yeah. might. It definitely it, will. There's eight people on the planet. You're never alone. All right. You're never alone. Whatever you, horrible thing that you think you have done, somebody else has done it and wrote a book about it. Like yeah. you're never alone. Wrote a book. You know? Girl, maybe you need to write a book. There you go. I am. Okay. There you go. I, I see that for sure. It's just I, with these classes, I'm writing more essays and writing books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you in school? Mm-hmm. I am. Okay. Gotcha. That's another beat. Well, well Marcy, we de we definitely gonna have you back sooner than later. Um, yeah. even if we if it even if it's as soon as next week, uh, because I'm I'm very, very intrigued uh by your whole your whole story and just everything. Like I said, I have more questions, but we want to kind of ease you into it, you know what I'm saying? Just to, uh, if y'all want to go, I, I can continue. Just <laughs> bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now we, we definitely bring you back. Um um, even I'm sure just even just more than once. Um, so, uh, but before we get out of here, Marcy, if you, if you have anything that you want to promote or plug, whether it's just your Instagram or if you have a website, if you sell anything, make anything, you know, the floor is yours. However you want to do it. Well, I'm going to school to, to learn business, to get to all that good stuff, to gotcha. get out of the nine to five, you know, gotcha. depending on that kind of check. Right. <laughs> you know? So, but my Instagram is, uh, my goodness, 85. Um, you can look me up, Marcy Young Hall. Just Google that for Facebook. Um, that's about it. I'm I'm really like trying to. This is new to me, y'all. Talking mm -hmm. to people like this. like I say, I'm 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 to myself. I'm real introverted. Right. You know, so I'm I'm trying to expand my horizons and connect with people who can pull you know various things up out of me that I didn't know. I don't know what's there. You know, oh, so. We appreciate you being honest. Absolutely. 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 And for you not knowing us at all, um, you know, for you to share your story. In the yeah, I, I, I don't worry about folks judge, judging me at all anymore. I grew out of that. Um, and my story is my story. Like, it, it ain't going to change. Right. You know, so whoever's for me is going to be for me. And if you're not for me, hey, everybody's not. It is what it is. I'm not mad about it. Right. You know? But some of those people who are meant to come my way and, and meant to, to deal with this part of Marcy, God bless them. Right. <laughs> 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 All right. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Janessa, you out there. Oh yeah, you can follow me at Melanated Brews if you are into coffee, tea, or beer. I blog about all things of those those things. <laughs> so, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter uh, at Melanated Brews, and yeah, follow me. Say less, Kelly Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> That's about it. My name is Kelly Lee. Thanks for listening. Follow her at the worst world. <laughs> exactly. Follow us at the worst ones, PK. Yeah. That's right. And Terry Wayne Comedy on all social media. Uh, also, uh, if you got a few extra bucks, 
donated to the Palm Beach County Food Bank. They do great work. I watch them every every uh, Monday morning. I wake up early, so I'm, they're starting to line up at, at 4 a.m. Uh, across the street. I watch them uh, give out food, you know, so five, ten bucks. It ain't that big a deal. Just skip the latte today and give it to them. You'll feel better. Yeah. Dope, 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 dope. Like I said, like they said it, rather. Most importantly, follow us at the worst ones peaking. Not most importantly, excuse me. I don't want to shit on everybody's announcement. <laughs> but also, in conjunction with us and their support, also, uh, follow us at The Worst Ones PK. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify or all places that you can uh, find podcasts. Uh, just type in The Worst Ones Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube. Listen to us every single week. We post on Tuesdays. And, um, yeah, man, we're going to bring Marcy back and keep bringing other dope mm-hmm. guests and uh, keep the conversation going, keep the train rolling. You know what I'm saying? And, and hopefully we can get Terry a mistress. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Thank you. I don't need a mistress. I got an angel. All right, y'all.